Hello there, I'm George Hall, and welcome to another of our Analytics Anonymous sessions, where we take a small, bite-sized look at data, insight, analytics, and more. I'm joined today by Zoe Hitchens, an analytical consultant here at Good Growth. Zoe, how are you today? I'm fine, thank you, George. Thank you very much for having me. No, no problem at all. Great to have you back on the podcast. Um, Zoe, I know you've been super busy lately with all sorts of um, projects going on, but very excited to know what, what nuggets of wisdom have you got to share with us today? Well, George, we're going to take a little bit of a deep dive into our top five tips for site optimization. Brilliant. Love to hear it. Can't wait to kick it off. What's, uh, what, what's number one on the list? Awesome. So quite simple, but first thing on the list is kind of know your audience. Um, we're calling this kind of part one. Um, this is from a kind of tech, technographic kind of look. So really, it's just about knowing kind of your traffic makeup. So if we know that 80% of your traffic to your site is coming via mobile, for example, it seems very counterintuitive to run a desktop first testing stream. Um, and this is actually something we we see quite frequently when we start um, approaching client engagements. So it feels quite natural. You go into the office, you fire up your laptop and you're looking at your site uh, desktop first. But we really want to understand the ma the makeup of the traffic. Um, and if it's obviously coming from prim primarily from mobile, um, then we'd recommend a mobile first approach. Excellent. You said that that was part one. So is there a part two <laughs> of Know Your Audience? There is a part two. Um, so part two of the, the Know Your Audience is really about your actual user base um, and the kind of behavior of your users on site. So often we might see that businesses take elements from, for example, a competitor site, and they test that concept on their own site and they might not see any impact at all or, or possibly even a negative impact. Um, now, this isn't always the case, but what it does suggest is that they might be trying to kind of enforce a functionality or certain behavior that doesn't quite fit with their specific audience. So when building out a testing stream, we're really thinking about targeting those site specific issues uh, that customers on that business's site might, um, might face. So any form of optimization is bespoke to that business um, and any challenges that their users might be facing. Perfect. So we've ascertained that, that knowing your audience in terms of you know, uh, traffic sources and, and devices, browsers is important, as well as user bases and, and more of your specific behavior. What comes next? What's number number three, as it were? So next thing is what we call function over form. Now, every site obviously wants to make things look very pretty on their site. But when it comes to a testing stream, we really uh, strive to make sure that they're testing the concept rather than spending a lot of time making something look really pretty on their site. So we've got, for example, an element on the site that creates a new functionality or, or drives a different behavior on site. What we want to do is make sure the form, so the, the look of the element has not eclipsed what the function is itself, so the usability of it. So test the concept. It might be a little bit rough and ready, but still sit within the brand guidelines um, and then worry about making it look pretty once you know how it performs. And then if you're looking to kind of roll it out, uh, mainstream it. Perfect. So that's function over form or you know, substance over style. I'm sure there's plenty more uh, alliterative phrases that can be used to describe <laughs> Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, what, what comes next in your list of top tips? So quite a key one um, is understanding why you might want to test and, and how to measure success. So we come across clients, they, they, they want to run a testing stream. And quite often we see we see businesses testing for testing sake uh, is how we like to put it. Um, so it's really concerned with how you formulize a test idea. So 
It could be a hypothesis based on a suspected user behavior or some from some previous insight or analysis work. The message here is to not just chuck anything at the wall and see what sticks. We really want to have a, a formalized idea of what we want to test. Um, and then on the other side of that is how, how we're going to measure that success. So really thinking about those kind of key success metrics and then using that to ensure what set of results are going to dictate whether it be a challenger winner, for example. Perfect. And I guess super important to, to do that before you start rather than getting halfway through and realizing, oh, God, I really should have done this earlier on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, Zoe, you've got one more for us, haven't you? Uh, hit us with it. What is it? I think I think this is the final nugget of wisdom, quite simply called test and learn, um, but with emphasis on the learn. So uh, we mentioned on the on the on the previous point around testing for testing sake so we call that test and test uh another one is kind of test to win uh where you're kind of chucking tests that you know um have a pretty good chance of of winning but probably not going to teach you anything um so what we really emphasize is the is the learning part of the test and learn process it's it's also not a, a one and done approach so you formalize the test you've tested it and you've got the results whether that result um of that test uh, is a challenger winner a channel challenger loser or or the test might have no impact there are very few instances in which we wouldn't continue to build on the learnings from those tests um and this allows for that continuous optimization and development um, and it kind of forms that constant feedback loop, essentially never ending testing stream. And then always just kind of looking for those marginal gains rather than stopping once you've hit a good result. Excellent. So we've got those those two know your audience parts, then there's function over form, understanding the why of why you want to test and then how you measure success. And then finally, the importance of of really learning in that test and learn capability. Zoe, I'm going to put you on the spot here, as I would do for, for any podcast guest. Um, can you pick one that you think is the, the most pivotal for clients or perhaps the one that, that you place the most value in? Well, I'd argue that they're all very important. Um, if I was to choose one, I think it would probably be that final point around, around test and learn. Um, really just making sure that uh, businesses kind of understand how important it is just to to not leave one result done um, and kind of close the book on that test. Um, it really does help capitalize on those kind of marginal marginal gains that you can that you can get from one simple kind of test idea might roll into six seven iterations um, and and prove that it's a really positive impact in in the testing stream. Sure, and then this is stuff that. Zoe, not only you know, but you, you also see firsthand from our clients, don't you? I mean, you were involved in the in the work with Channel 4 that eventually won a, a, an Optimizely Optimizer Award last year. So this is stuff that, that you really are on the front line with, as it were. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So across all of our, our testing clients, um, we've we've kind of embedded a lot of these kind of what we call kind of tips or, or, or good rules to follow um, just to really make the most of, of the testing stream. Zoe, as always, an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. It's, um, it's been brilliant. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for having me. Cheers. You've been listening to Analytics Anonymous on the Good Growth Podcast. And if we've piqued your interest in testing, learning, optimization, then do get in touch. We help businesses to drive ongoing growth through our test and learn activity. Taking data from website and the insight that we generate, we then inform a series of iterative tests that help resolve customer failure and eventually deliver commercial growth for the business that's implementing them. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in, do email us at inquiries at goodgrowth.co.uk. Thanks very much for listening.